You've tuned in to the Cat Show podcast, where we're making the world a better place for cats. Hosted by the cat mama herself, Melissa Newman. Welcome to this musical episode of the Cat Show podcast. Music is something that can really move humans. We know music can affect our emotions, but a cat's the same. And what do they like to listen to? I'm fascinated by science and today's interview with Ron from the Pet Karma is an investigation into the science behind the Pet Tunes product. I'm sure you will enjoy this really interesting chat about how cats hear and what they like to keep them relaxed. I love how Ron says if all cat owners could just think more like their cat they could alleviate a lot of problems. Couldn't agree more, Ron. Let's listen to the interview. Ron from Pet Tunes and Pet Karmas, thank you very much for joining the Cat Mama today. Uh, we're just going to talk today a little bit about cat anxiety and how Pet Tunes actually works and how it calms cats. So thanks for joining me. You're welcome. It's been a pleasure. Excellent. Now, Pet Tunes, how long has it been around for? Uh, look, this is a, a very interesting uh, journey for, um, for cats and, and other pet species. Pet tunes actually started well over 17 years ago in the research stage and its founder, Janet Marlow from Pet Acoustics, is um, the one who actually designed the music but also did the research into the hearing frequencies of each of the pet species and what actually triggers behaviour. Now, it was rather a unique and groundbreaking research done because it hadn't been done before. But uh, out of that uh, study, they measured the actual frequency, maximum frequency range for each of the pet species. And they are up to over three times our hearing frequency range. So in the, uh, the uh, frequencies, they're in, particularly in the higher range, there are frequencies that actually trigger changes of behaviour. Now, you may... Uh, associate that or have experienced that yourself because your cats may be uh, um, storm phobic you know the uh, when that thunderstorm starts oh, to yeah. happen yeah. you know they're up alert those ears are, uh, are pricked and they're staring out the window and you don't hear a thing and you're starting to wonder what's going on well that's because their hearing frequency is has been triggered and we'd actually don't hear that and cats have so, the highest of all don't they um the cats actually have uh, their frequency measures up to 64,000 hertz. Ours measures 20,000. So um, uh, they are very alert and very acute in their sensitivity. And uh, with the, um, uh, the Pet Tunes music, that has been specially designed for the cat's hearing frequency. So in principle, how this works is we're actually transferring what the cat hears to be alert, anxious behaviour and giving them a, a diversion back into the calming frequency zone so they can go into relaxation. And that's why oh. you've seen the effect of what this is, this is happening, uh, you know, as you, as you mentioned with your cats and, and yeah. the other people there well, you have. Yeah, well, we've seen it quite a bit because um, obviously some of the um, show cats have actually had their pet tunes in their cage and a number of uh, exhibitors at cat shows have actually said that they've noticed that that area of the the uh, hall is quite calm. Um, so 
I was a little bit sceptical at first, and I'm one of these people that love to delve into all the scientific uh, stuff behind things. So it's great to hear that there's actually been quite a long journey for it to actually get to today. And is it the tone and the um, the rhythm, or is there a particular thing that the cats are, are liking? It's about, it's about, it's about, it's about um, uh, pitch and volume, frequency and decibels. Now, um, what the the other thing that I think your viewers uh, must realise too is that cats actually process sound very differently the way that we do. Their ear structure is very different. You know, they have a cupped ear which they can actually rotate. Um, uh, cats have a thirty to thirty-two ear muscles that are actually operating, so they're hearing frequencies and vibrations all the time. And uh, you'll, you'll see it, that they can actually turn their ears to uh, point to where the source of the sound is coming from. So they process sound very differently to the way we do. Um, in our uh, frequency ranges, we like to hear, like at music, we like undulation and, uh, and volume change. Uh, cats are very much into moderation and consistency. So that with this music, uh, you'll hear there's a consistency of sounds and tones that are actually uh, triggering the cat into its relaxation state. Mm, and sometimes too, because obviously I've been spending a fair bit of time with the cat that we're fostering with the pet tunes in there. Um, it's almost like you can hear almost like a purring tone or um, like cat noises. Well, well, that's what it's about. It's about assimilating tones that the cat is familiar with. Because, it's absolutely fascinating. You know, just going back to um, the, the example of thunderstorms. Now, the sound of thunder is a percussion instrument, or it's like a percussion instrument. That's, that's a trigger for uh, anxiety behaviour, to change behaviour. So yeah. with the, uh, the music, we've identified uh, particular instruments, or rather I should say Janet Marler, who's the inventor of this music, has identified particular interests instruments to produce uh, sound frequencies to actually put them into that calm state. So strings and uh, strings and wind instruments are a, um, a calming, generally speaking, calming sound in, in, instrument mm -hmm. where, you know, you've got your percussions, drums and so forth, which is uh, the similar sounds of thunder and sharp shot sounds is, a, is an alert frequency. Yeah. So when it comes to anxious cats, I suppose there's all sorts of um, reasons why you could actually use this. Like, well, we've used it because we've uh, got a we've fostered a pregnant mum because her breeders are actually uh, going through some illness issues at the moment, and I've been very surprised at how quickly she has settled. And we got it about the second or third day she was here, and put it in with her, and it did definitely make her calm quickly. Um, I'm wondering a little bit as well because I know the breeders have actually purchased one and so she's used to the sounds from it as well probably. So that might have helped a little bit. But it's quite surprising. They actually will go right up to the speaker and sit with the speaker. It's it's fascinating. Well, yes, you've probably seen this in the uh, in the shows too where they mm. uh, cats have got the uh, pet tunes playing in their cage. The cat will actually uh, snuggle up to it because mm. you know, it's also here feeling the vibrations. Uh, from from the music, but um, what's actually happening there is when we're playing this music, the cat's actually changing behaviour. 
Now, animals are very um, instinctive. If they'll, they will try things to see what gives them a good result. And when that result is um, the best that they can get, they'll repeat that and that becomes a behaviour. So with the pet tunes, we're at what? is actually happening for the cat is that going to the music and listening to the music is giving them a better result to handle that anxiety behavior than what they've had before so uh, once they get a good result and they repeat it they'll immediately drop what they were doing previously and just adopt that as their um their go-to behavior so so it's a natural instinct of animals you might, you might actually, you know, sound is very important for, for animals and it's one of the areas now that uh, we can, uh, we're investigating a lot and people are starting to accept as an important part of animal management, of behavioural management. They've been doing it for, for a long, long time. It's really us as people trying to catch up and understand what, what, they, were do, what they are doing. And of course, they don't have to be anxious to enjoy um, having these um, sounds either, do they? Just having them there in the everyday background can help as well. Well, that's what we. That's what I'm. Uh, I suppose what I'm really trying to get to is that um, how they determine their behaviour is very different to the way that we we think. And uh, if uh, owners can start thinking more like their cat, they can alleviate a lot of problems uh, yep. during the cat's life and give them that contented environment. You know, basically the cats are all looking for a, a balance of behaviour and a consistency of balance. So with the pet tunes, I think what is really marvellous about this is being in the little speaker cube, it's all self-contained, so all you're doing is turning it on. Yeah. And you're having an influence over their behaviour. Yeah. So we're not trying to mask behaviours to uh, settle them down or do things. Yeah. We're actually use, we're actually providing the environment for the cat to become calm and contented and happy in the in the place that it's been. Yeah. No, that makes complete sense. And I suppose every if every, all of us could start to think a bit more about um, cat enrichment rather than. Um, just having them there for our purposes, um, the world would be a much better place for all cats. Um, yeah, look, the, the, the studies are, are, are happening now as to um, enrichment for cats and behaviour and how it's actually changing things for them because one of the biggest benefits out of all this is health, is their well-being. Now, the veterinary associations both here in Australia and around the world in the United States recognises anxiety as one of, their, one of their leading causes towards a pet illness. So uh, that's why I'm fairly excited about uh, what I do here is because I feel that I'm actually making a difference by introducing a product that every pet owner can use to actually influence um, their, their, their animal's behaviour and hence, you know, improve their uh, well-being. Mm. Now, um, I found... when... Sorry, go on. Uh, I've... And when people actually get that connection, the, uh, they start to see, and I've, I've, I've experienced it here with, uh, across the species, with dogs as well, you know, the, the character of the animal starts to blossom and you get this connection and um, this, uh, 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 how would you say, these um, friendships, you know, with your animal start to grow and uh, you, it's really wonderful to see. 
That's fascinating. And um, there's obviously different um, pet tunes for different animals. So there's uh, one for birds, one for dogs, one for horses, I believe, as well as for cats. Yes, that's right. So the music's obviously been designed differently for each of them. We call it species-specific music. So it is actually designed specifically for the hearing frequency of each of those uh, those animals. Um, dogs, for instance, their hearing frequency is um, 45,000 hertz, just over two, two times ours, and horses are about 35. But they all have a different triggers in their hearing as to what causes their behavioural change. Yep. So that's why the music has been specially composed just for the species. Um, as against composing a, a music uh, and hoping that it works works for all species. Yep, no, that makes complete sense. It's really good that each species have their own specific requirements because obviously um, they are all individuals and they all have their own little quirks and, and differences. And so it's good to see that they're not just being lumped in with um, all together, which is great. Well, in the past, you know, as time goes on, we're understanding more and more about animals and behaviour. And uh, now we're starting to break it down from, you know, animal behaviour to specific behaviours that are pertinent to the species. Now, the, um, uh, in the study that's, uh, been, that has been conducted with the hearing frequencies, because the frequencies are different for each of the species, the frequency triggers are different for each species. Now, um, the, the fact that, you know, you've got cats and you've got a, a, a multitude of breeds of cats going right to the wild lions and tigresses and so forth, they all actually behave the same. They're using the same triggers. And you, uh, and you might uh, realise or have seen in the past the importance of hearing for, for cats. Like on the um, uh, natural uh, geographic type of shows, if you remember, you might have seen a uh, pride of lions, and the uh, and how that is the um, the, the mothers so the females are at one end and the male is at one end with the cubs in between. But if you have a look at the male, his ears are pricked all the time. He's surveying the uh, the environment to hear for threats or for alerts to actually uh, move, move the pride. Your cats at home are doing exactly the same thing. They are here listening for what's going on outside or uh, what's going on inside. And their hearing is so acute. You may have uh, seen your cat suddenly sit and stare. Well, they're feeling the movement of vibrations and sounds, you know, like a little mouse. Wow, that's uh, amazing, isn't it? They can pick that sound up. Mind you, mice are a little bit over cat because their hearing frequency is slightly higher, but um, but that's how how it works. That's fantastic. So so Pet Tunes is really um, a, a, a fantastic thing because now we've got a natural way of actually influencing behaviours uh, that we don't really want. Now, how can you use pet tunes? Um, that was going to be change? my next question is, like, what's the best way to use it? Is it best to have it sort of like running constantly or is it best to have it for a couple of hours a day or what's the best way to use it? Well, I always like to let the animal tell me because, you know, that's, what the, that's what's happened. 
they've had a behavioural response that shows, shows agitation and you've given them an environment to actually give them a calm, uh, calm place to be and they've settled down. So with the music being natural, and it's their natural instinct to hear, you can play this consistently and they, and they, and they won't um, uh, get agitated. You're, you're creating that environment for them to, to stay calm. Now, as I mentioned before, they process sound very differently to the way we do. They like that moderation and consistency, whereas we like the variation. So playing the pet tunes and keeping that um, sonic environment at that level consistently, you're going to keep your cat in that consistent calmness. Because I think that's one thing that a lot of people really don't understand about cats is that they really do like structure and they do like um, knowing what's going to come next and things like that. That tends to give them quite a secure environment. So if you if they get fed every day at a certain time, if things happen at a certain time, and, and I know that the music that's on the pet tunes is about 90 minutes and that rep, with the repeating of those sorts of things, would I can see would be quite soothing to a cat. That's right, yeah. So, you know, they're not about, the cats are not concerned about uh, hearing the repetitive music because that's what they really want. They mm. want to know what's going to happen next. And that's yep. what, actually all the, all the pet species are like that. That's the way they think. They, they listen for a sound or a trigger and they work out, uh, am I in here or am I out of here? Yeah. You know, and uh, we, we call it, um, um, psychoacoustic sounds because the way that the, uh, the the pets are hearing it they'll hear it they don't actually look for directions of hearing like we'll look for directions determine whether that's a threat or not or where mm -hmm. it's coming from all they do is they hear this they hear the frequency and they say this is not good or this is all right and uh, that's why they are immediate reaction so well, using absolutely it, fascinating Sorry, that's really fascinating, just the fact that the, the way that they use the sound to, and, and well, I suppose they animals are animals, aren't they? It, it's one way or the other. They're either a sound that's going to relax them or a sound that's going to make them run. Yeah, that's, that's, the, way, that's the way nature has built them. Mm. And, um, you know, and that's why, you know, one of my, my favourite little things to talk about is, you know, think like your pet. Don't get your pet to think like like a human, because that is that is that yeah. causes that causes problems. That's probably so, one of the the biggest um, questions that I get a lot is you know should I do this for my cat or should I do that for my cat? And I suppose people have got to remember that cats are cats and they're not people, and we That's do sometimes humanise um, our pets quite a lot, and we really do need to go back to trying to think and be a little bit more in their shoes rather than have them want to do what we want them to because we know cats won't do that. <laughs> well, I really, I really prefer not shoes, paws. Paws, so exactly, really... <laughs> that's right. That's exactly right, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that is. But look, it's not, um, uh, I think, you know, really, what it, what it is scientifically, you know, the, the cat's brain is actually designed differently to our brain. So it process thoughts very differently. And that's why I say you can't expect the, the cats or the dogs to think like we do because they just haven't got that ability. They have other abilities that we don't have, yep. you know, particularly in scent and, um, and uh, um, uh, vibration detection. So the, uh, uh, it's better for us to understand what the cat, cat is telling us 
and then give it the uh, the environment for it to react the way that you want it to react. Yeah. Rather than trying to force something uh, on onto the animal. Because we know and cats in particular uh, are not going to be forced to do anything. They'll uh, <laughs> they tend to train um, up. Well, that's well, that's right. But you know, using pet tunes, you the the beauty about it is you you can actually calm them down. But then it gives you the opportunity to start doing some training techniques, some behavioural techniques, or um, teach them things. Now, for instance, if uh, people are having um, mealtime problems, you know, pl play the music while you're preparing the uh, preparing the uh, meal. Get them to settle down. When they eat the meal, they're they're uh, they're quite calm, and then you can turn the music off. Now, if you keep repeating that, what will happen? When they hear the music, they'll say, oh, this is a good time to go and have something to eat. Yep. And so their behaviour becomes desirable to what you, what you want. Because if you really think about it, when animals have a behaviour that is undesirable or a bad behaviour, for them, that's not a problem because they've already made their decision. It's us as humans, as, as owners, that actually decide whether it's a good behaviour or not. Yep. You know, it's suiting us. So as I said before, you know, one of the uh, behavioural traits of cats and, and animals is I will do this to get that. And when they find the, the uh, behaviour that gives them the best result, they'll just keep they repeating to it. Excellent. So what we, what we can do with pet tunes, we can actually give them another behaviour to get a better result. Cool. To, That's uh, very good. The other one. I hadn't even considered using um, I, uh, the pet tunes as a, a um, training tool. Oh, it's a very effective training tool. That's it fabulous. Very effective. Yeah. Mm. So, um, so I said, uh, look, in, well, there, there are a lot of other things too that uh, it's been effective for, and um, uh, some of your viewers may be experiencing uh, spraying, uh, excessive urination around the house. Yep. That is an anxiety behaviour. Um, pet tunes has actually shown to solve that because the cages to the cats, yep. the cats have actually stopped yep. doing it. Um, another behaviour may be like aggression, you know, particularly uh, when you're introducing new cats to um, mm -hmm. to, to your uh, cat family. Um, there's a lot of sussing out as to who's who's who and what's going on, yep. and they test each other. Well, now that with the pet tunes, you can actually introduce a common environment for them to feel relaxed mm -hmm. and, and, they, and they don't test each other. They become yep. uh, compatible. Um, and as you have experienced with your cat, you know, during birthing, it's, uh, we've got some interesting uh, work going on here at the Gold Coast with um, breeding of Burmese cats uh, with uh, pet tunes playing and we're actually uh, finding that we're getting a, a, a very calm temperament in the kittens. That's fabulous. So, and also it helps, it also helps birthing. Yes. Um, well, we've got Abyssinians and Somalis, so we're going to definitely need some calming for the kittens for that lot because they're pretty full yeah, on. Yeah, well, that's right. <laughs> well, well you, you, you can try that. And, and I, I encourage people to sort of experiment a little bit with it too mm. because um, uh, you can actually use the music to set the scene to actually change uh, your, uh, characteristics that you don't like in your cat. You know, some of them are very scatty, or they have yep. nocturnal activities. Mm -hmm. Well, you can start uh, you can start reducing all that. 
storm yeah. stress activities, you can reduce that. But another one which is um, a, a great benefit is taking your cat to the veterinary clinic. Yep. You know, tra travel stress is, um, is quite a, a prominent feature for a lot of cats. And I know the, um, the American Veterinary Association have been very concerned about it because it has meant that people are not taking their cats to the vet because they don't want to put them into that stress. Mm -hmm. Now, with the pet change, you can actually uh, set it up so that your cat can relax before it goes to the, uh, the veterinary clinic. Yeah. Uh, the benefit of doing that is not only, you, you know, both of you have a good time, but uh, also the veterinarians actually can do a more thorough analysis on your cat because if yep. they have trouble handling it, you know, they're, they're, they're not getting the opportunity to do thorough investigations. Mm. And many of them try to do that. So, and that's one of the reasons why now a lot of veterinary clinics are adopting uh, pet tunes into their um, animal management procedures. This interview had so much great information. Thanks, Ron. You can find out more about pet tunes online at thepetkarma.com and I will put a link in the show notes on my website, which you can find at catmama.com. Feel free to email me at meow at melissanewman.com.au if you have any questions or comments and please consider joining our community over at patreon.com forward slash catmama. In our next episode, I'll be talking about the health benefits of being a cat owner and how cats might be the secret weapon to the loneliness epidemic sweeping the world. Looking forward to you joining us then. You've been listening to Melissa Newman, The Cat Mama.